Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome back to the Soda Pop Podcast. Today we have a very special episode, and we are letting the opera students completely take over. So uh, without further ado, let's get into the episode. My name is Lisa Eskai. I'm a graduate student here at UNA. Uh, I take lessons with Dr. Lewent, and I'm really excited to be a part of opera this year. Dylan, you go. Hey, uh, I'm Dylan Haynes. Um, I am a junior here at UNA, or a senior, sorry. It's 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 been a long time, but um, I'm a performance major. Um, yeah, and I, I've been doing opera ever since I started here as a freshman, so I, I really love it. Um, it's been a lot of fun. Matt? Uh, okay, I'm Natalie. I am a sophomore this year. Uh, I am a vocal performance major, getting a certificate as well in musical theater. I've really enjoyed it so far. Opera has been really, really fun. It's gotten me out of my comfort zone and I've grown a lot from it. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Chelsea. Hey. I'm Chelsea. Um, I'm a junior vocal performance major. This is my third year in opera. I've also been doing it since I was a freshman and it's really fun and I love it a lot. Good. Um, I really like something you said, Natalie, when you were like, um, it pushed you out of your comfort zone. When you all imagined coming to school and um, I'm sorry, how many performance majors do we have? How many education majors do we have? Everybody's performance. Okay. All right. So when you came to school with the idea of doing performance in, in music, did you just have the idea of like, I don't know, were you thinking like pop music? Were you thinking just musical theater? Did you think you would be doing opera? Um, and how do you feel now in that transition of going from what you first thought as a freshman, just coming in to now um, singing opera and, and as a fan of all of you, doing wonderfully at it. Like, it's great. Your voices are gorgeous. I think you guys are so talented. So, um, yeah, what do, you, what do you do think that your experience would be here and how is it different now? I thought it was going to be musical theater all the way. I didn't know that there was an opera program. Uh, and then I got it introduced to me uh, my second semester here. Mm -hmm. And it was very cool. A whole other world was opened. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, for me, um, I actually came here wanting to be music education. So um, I didn't know, I, I knew there was an opera program here, but like I wasn't really like as familiar with opera as I am now. Um, so when I was looking at schools, I was like trying to figure out like, okay, like what, what school has a good opera program? because I think that's something that like I want to look into because in high school I was like, I was taking voice lessons and I was like doing all these opera arias, um, like like working those. And I was like, man, like I, I love these. Like I, I love performing these and like bringing out the emotion in each of these pieces. How can I do more of this? And I think that was something for me that stood out at UNA is like, we, we do full, we try to do full operas every semester. Um, and like, that's what really drew me here is 
I never really thought I would be like on stage performing. I just kind of wanted a little taste of it. But now that I've like tasted it, like I I want more. Like I need yeah. more. Cool. Oh, okay. There you go. Yeah, I I had the same experience, very similar to Dylan, where I um I kind of was drawn to UNA because of the opera program. I thought it was really cool, and I had the opportunity to see um a show or two of UNAs before I actually came here. And I thought it was so cool. I got to see Dylan um, in his first opera. And so I was like, I want to do that too. And so mm-hmm. now I'm here. Nice, nice. Um, not gonna lie to you guys. I don't know if you guys have ever watched like the Lizzie McGuire movie, but she's like, come on me up. That's, that's what I thought like music school would be like. I thought we would like all wake up in our like little fancy dorm rooms and then come here. Much different, but um, for me, I don't think opera was ever a frame of mind or musical theater. I, I think I was really into like R&B and pop and things like that. And so then coming here and getting the chance to experience those things and being like, oh, hey, this is nice and I'm good at it. And this music is beautiful and so creative and so, I don't know, touching. It it helps in a different way. Like I, um, I always say that um, foreign language music, like when we're singing Italian or French or German, it's nice because it seems like stepping outside of your own language gives you a chance to kind of release something and you kind of connect to it a different way. Um, that being said, what is your favorite language to sing in if you have one? Uh, so I'll, I'll speak to that first. Um, my favorite language is Italian. I mean, I know it's kind of like, like for like us vocal majors, it's kind of like the classic, like the standard, like <laughs> it's kind of, um, what is it? It's, it's, it's basic, I guess. <laughs> but, you know, like I, I come from a, um, a Hispanic family. And so I was introduced to a lot of those, those sounds, those vowels uh, early on. And mm-hmm. so like, it's something that like has come easy for me when I'm like singing through it, I can, I can kind of relate it to to Spanish a little bit it's it's kind of has those same same vowel vowel sounds um so I think I've I've gravitated towards Italian more just because I find it easier um to read through and um to relate to I guess I I, I relate to a lot of words in, in the in the music um but yeah that's that's just me <laughs> okay I also um I really like Italian. My favorite that I found that I really like to sing in is Spanish because also I speak a little bit of Spanish too. So I I don't know, something about singing in Spanish is just so comforting to me. So mm-hmm. that's my favorite. Mm-hmm. My favorite is definitely Latin. I love Latin so much. I've wanted to study it for years. Um, so whenever we sing any Latin pieces, mm-hmm. I'm just a big fan of it. It's not very standard for solo voice or up, but it is definitely my favorite. Okay, nice. Um, Chelsea, I'll touch base on what you said a little bit. Like, I totally agree with you. I think Spanish is a beautiful language to sing in. I think Latin's gorgeous as well. But um, yeah, Italian's great too, so I agree with all of you. Okay, um, so that being said, let's shift gears and kind of move towards the show. Give me just a second. Um, okay, so uh, 
the show is going to be at UNA Stone Lodge, right? Um, what's something that you like a space? What's an easy way to find what the show is going to be at? You know, things like that. If you know where Lafayette Hall is, it's right straight across from it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Another great set of directions is like uh, start at the old math building and just come straight down the hill, that small building in the center. But um, okay, what's something that you enjoy about the space? I really enjoy the acoustics in the space. Like mm -hmm. it, it's the hardwood floors, the stone walls. Um, you can, <laughs> the sound really reverberates in there. It, it's, mm -hmm. it's really fun to sing in. Um, I'll say that I, I enjoyed the intimacy from the smallness of the space. I think that is a great part of it. I enjoyed the windows. You get to look out and see different parts of the campus. I think it's gorgeous. So that's something. Um, okay, uh, let's talk about the name of the show, Chow Frenze. Am I saying that right? I think so. <laughs> I'm trying. Um, why that name and what does it mean to you? So I think... Um... Sorry, I hate to be the one talking all the time, but um, <laughs> Chalfordense is is like, um, I guess in, in Italian, ciao can mean hello or goodbye, I guess. Um, but our, our opera director, um, Dr. Ungerhofer, he chose that name um, specifically because um, this is his uh, first year in Florence and um, it it means like hello Florence like hello <laughs> this is my first year here this is this is what we got mm -hmm. um, but I think I think as we've been working through it I think it has come to me a lot of things for it like um, like you never really like notice a lot of things in Florence until like you start thinking about it like to me it kind of just says like when I when I think of hello Florence I'm I'm thinking of like like oh, I'm thinking of of downtown Florence, like eating eating some some rigatonis or some pie factory, Trowbridge's. <laughs> Just yeah. uh, thinking of thinking of all these monumental places in Florence that that a lot of a lot of our friends go to and hang out at. Um, and it's just cool to like be able to do a performance that like is specifically geared towards. Like, it may not be specifically geared to Florence, Alabama, but like it are it's things that like make me think of Florence or like yeah, give me this idea mm -hmm. yeah I can agree with that I I'd also like to say that um I thought of it as kind of a like a reintroduction since the program is now kind of under new management and everything like that you know um it's like a reintroduction of the program itself like now this is who we are and I thought that was a very enlightening idea and very cool idea to say the least um, okay, um, I'd like to ask you guys um, what pieces you're performing for the show. I know that everybody kind of got to choose what they wanted to do. Why'd you choose those pieces and um, a backstory about your pieces and what they mean to you, I guess. Um, if we can, let's kick it off with Natalie. Natalie, um, what's a, one of the pieces that you chose for the show, uh, or we can do two, that you chose for the show? Um, why'd you choose it? What does it mean to you a little bit of it? Okay. Um, okay, so I chose Italian Street Song 
Um, basically, what's happening in the scene is I'm this princess who has run away and I'm trying to prove to a band of gypsies that I am this other man's son and I have to prove to them that I'm from Italy. So I'm saying, oh, Italy was like this when I was there. I was definitely there, guys. <laughs> and then I end up convincing them. Uh, and so basically, it means a lot to me because kind of the same as the theme of the show, it's relating a lot of different places and different themes just with where we are now. And so like, it might not be exactly who you are, but it's where you're going. Mm -hmm. And you get to pick out of the scene what you would like to. Uh-oh, Natalie, uh, I can't hear you. Okay, can you hear me now? Okay, yes. You might okay. have to kind of backtrack and say it again. That's okay. Um, basically, you can just pick out from what's around you, mm -hmm. and you can just enjoy life like that. Yeah. And I think it's a really cool theme. And then everyone in the scene we all start singing together the song that I kind of teach them as we go. And so I think it's really cool how we just all kind of have fun together in the scene, uh, in the scene and in real life when we're doing it. It's just really fun to do. And then we also have Santa Lucia is my second piece. And basically it's another song about enjoying the things around you, um, but it's a lot different style. So basically Santa Lucia is taking in the night and seeing the beautiful moon. And we're just riding in a gondola and just seeing all the sights. So yeah. it's pretty fun. That's nice. Uh, Chelsea. Okay, so I am singing um, the beauty is from Light in the Piazza and I thought this would be such a fun song for the show, especially because we were attempting to do Latin Piazza um, a couple of semesters ago whenever COVID happened. So we never mm -hmm. got to finish that show, but I always, whenever we would rehearse it, I would really enjoy that song. And so um, that's why I chose it. And I feel like it has a lot of meaning too, because, you know, it's kind of touching on how people can be in such a strange place and still there are so many people that they know and they can relate to. So you're never really alone, even if you feel like you might be. So that's my first piece. And then I will be singing um, Nanetta's aria. Um, and that's basically just about, um, I am pretending to be queen of the fairies and I'm just pretty much causing mischief and messing with um, Falstaff, Falstaff, which is gonna be TJ which he does such a great job. I think it's so funny. Um, and that's kind of a group number. So everyone's involved in it. And I, I like it a lot. I just, I like Natalie said, it's so fun to have um, interactions with everyone on this stage. So I just think that's a really fun piece. And I'm really excited about that. Okay, Dylan. Uh, yeah, so um, my first piece that I picked, um, it's called uh, La Donna Immobile. It is from an opera called Rigoletto. Uh, but basically in this song, um, I play a character. Um, he's, he's a duke. Um, he's like a ladies man. He like woos all the ladies. Um, 
and basically he just he just doesn't care about any anybody's feelings. I mean, he just <laughs> works his way one after another. But um, in the scene, in the specific song, um, there is kind of like a like a hitman who was hired to to like uh, poison me and to like get rid of me because I've I've done some bad things. Um, and so during the whole song, I'm actually like getting getting wooed by the the daughter of the hitman, but it's it's kind of like a different situation for me because I've I've never been the one being wooed. I've been the one doing the wooing, I guess if you could say. <laughs> I'm the one like getting these ladies. It's not the opposite. So for that, that that piece is just is just so fun to me. I mean, it's it's like we, we jokingly say, like I, I'm the one that like gets hurt the most in the show, in the whole show by far. Because I start off in my first song getting slapped. <laughs> and then throughout throughout the show, there are many times where I I fall, I I get I get hit again, like all this, I guess it's it's all happening to me. <laughs> so I, I think that I kind I think it kind of like starts it off for me. It's like this is this is setting me up. I mean, it's just it's just a really fun piece to to work with. Um and then my second piece that I that I um, chose, I chose this with another um, cast member, Emma Malden. Um, she really, she came to me asking if we could do this. Um, and I agreed because um, it is also from the sh same show that um, Chelsea's song is, The Beauty Is. Um, it's from the show, The Light in the Piazza. Mm -hmm. And um, we were supposed to do this musical as Chelsea said. And um, it really meant a lot to me because um, before this, I I have only done like opera stuff, like um, opera arias. Um, I've done I I did two operas before that, and so I was kind of thinking like, oh, Light in the Piazza, this is gonna be my first ever musical here at UNA, and I'm gonna like give it all I have, all I have, and like I'm gonna go all in, and that was the semester that um, COVID nineteen came and like forced all of us to go into quarantine. And so it was really like really um, a, a big downer to to just all that work we put in just to to let it go and like kind of just go out in the dust. Um, and so I think uh, by doing this piece, I, I kind of go back to what you said um, earlier. Um, it's kind of like a like a rebirth of our program. I feel like this is like a rebirth of like the work that all of us have have put in in the past. Um, like we're we're now showing that like this is this is this is what we worked on this is what we can do regardless of like like COVID or anything like stopping us um and so I think that that piece uh has that meaning for me I mean it, literally like the piece is about like me and this me and Emma Malden's character like falling in love getting married like expressing our feelings for each other mm -hmm. but at the same time it's just like for me it's like being able to express like this is this is what UNA opera is about like I, I want to show the work that has been done by me and the help that has been given to me by like all of my teachers that helped me get to that point in that music I guess but yeah I really um I enjoy all what you all said sorry um oh for me I am singing the first piece I chose was Kefaro um, 
I really enjoy that piece. It follows the uh, Greek mythology of Orfeo. And so, you know, he loses Eurydice or Eurydice, however you want to say it. And um, this point is right after he's he's gone through all the steps to get her back. So, you know, he woos the guys into like having such pity on him because he can just play such beautiful music. And so um, this is the moment right after they're coming back from um, from Hades. And then they he turns around to look at her because just, he just doubts that she's there. And um, he loses her forever. So I um, I picked this piece because it was Italian, so it fit our theme. And I have always, I don't know, I've always enjoyed Greek mythology and I enjoy the piece itself because um, of the emotion behind it. And so, um, yeah, I just, I really think the piece is incredible and it's fun to... I mean, it's sad, so that's not fun. You know, it's not like, yay, sadness. But, you know, but it's um, it's fun to kind of step into that role. Uh, the second piece I chose um, is a piece called Don't You Tell Me No by Florence Price. Literally chose it because her name is Florence. She's an African-American um, composer. And um, a lot of her pieces are unknown. And so I just think she's an amazing composer. I've done a lot of her work. Well, not a lot, but a, a bit. <laughs> and so um, Don't You Tell Me No, I think it's a really fun and upbeat song. And that one, um, you're kind of given free reign to kind of paint the story how you like. And so for me, um, it's my character and Andrea's character who she does a great job, honestly. Like for someone who doesn't have words in the piece, like she is there every time. But um, it's just me in the entire piece trying to convince her that I'm the one she's, she needs to be with, that, you know, I'm in love with her and that, uh, you know, don't say no to this, like let it happen. So that's why I really enjoyed this piece. Um, Dylan, you said something earlier that I'd love to touch on. Uh, how has it been getting ready, rehearsing, performing in a, you know, COVID-19 environment? It's definitely been challenging. Um, I, I think as performers, we were all scared. I mean, like, like when COVID-19 hit, like, this is something like they, they, you can't, you can't like speak without a mask. You have to like, and they, they said like singing was probably one of the worst things you could do for like spreading the virus. And so it was really scary when this first came out because we were all thinking like, what is, what is going to happen? Like, this is literally our major. This is literally what we do every single day. <laughs> how, how are we going to do this? And so I think, um, right now we're in a really good spot. I mean, like, um, we, we like all of our teachers and our faculty have, were prepared for this. Like they've, they've done extensive work into like finding solutions for us because this is, this is our lives. Um, but as far as like practicing, working through these pieces, um, I think we've, we've kind of done the best we could I've done the best we can actually. Um, we have a special singer's mask that allow us to move our, our jaw and everything that we use to sing in our full movement and like not be restricted to like a, like a mask, like right on our face. 
And that's really helped us a lot because we don't have to worry about like touch, like bringing up a mask or like moving it out of the way so that we can like be heard um, and we can like focus on like our other movements. Um, and we've also done a really great job about like making sure everyone is vaccinated and making sure everyone is, is as safe as they can be so that when we do perform um, for each other, um, we're not like doing anything dangerous, I guess. But um, no, it's definitely been challenging. It's, it's, it's been hard. Um, I remember going to rehearsal sessions on Zoom, which is uh, very, very tough. Uh, I don't know how, I don't know how we sang on Zoom. I mean, it was, it, it feels like a dream. Like, like, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Like, we, we did it, we, we did it somehow, but um, no, I, I, I think we've, we've done a good job making sure we have the masks, making sure we're, we're vaccinated so that we can be back in person, like receiving instruction from our teachers face-to-face -face, mm -hmm. um, as it should be. Natalie, Chelsea, what are your thoughts? Um, I was about to graduate from high school when COVID broke out. Mm. So it had me question my major for a second. Yeah. I was like, will this go away by the time I graduate so I can get a job? you know you don't really want to go into a field if there's not going to be the opportunity for it yeah um but i saw that una was still like figuring out how to do things safely figuring out how to do things online wearing the right masks doing things encouraging safety of all involved mm -hmm. um and i felt safe to come here and i'm so glad i did um yeah it was really odd because as dylan said everything was online yeah like all of our private lessons and voice lessons were like online so this year was a first for me for a lot of that so like coming into my sophomore year of college i had some of the first in-person voice lessons that i've ever had mind-blowing it's great i love them um but yeah opera specifically has been really fun in regards to being safe and stuff um, just because like we're actually getting to do things mm -hmm. safely mm -hmm. and like that I haven't done in two years so that's pretty cool yeah um I think for me it's it's definitely been really hard and um I I remember last semester we did uh the silver fox by Libby Larson and that was difficult because we had to perform we had a performance outside which we had it on the steps of Norton and there were, there was traffic there was people walking down the sidewalk and stuff like that but I mean we just had to do you know the best we could with what we had and um, I'm really grateful to all of the um, staff and faculty that worked so hard to um, try to get us in a safe position to where we can rehearse like Dylan said with Zoom rehearsals or rehearsals outside or finding the right masks. It just really feels like everyone's doing uh, the most they could possibly do to help us. And it's really showing. And now that things are getting better and we're able to do more things, it's giving us more and more hope to maybe getting back to normalcy. Okay. Um, so uh, another question is, what is one of your favorite scenes of the show and what 
scene do you think audience will most the audience will most enjoy? Um, I really like singing Italian street song. I think it's so much fun and I get to jump around and sing some really, really high notes while I jump randomly everywhere. And it's just very fun. And the energy in the room is amazing. Yeah, I'll just go next. Um, my my device actually died on me. So luckily I was I was prepared to be in the same room as Natalie. Yeah. So we can, we can share this computer. Um, but uh, I think my favorite my favorite scene overall is uh, probably uh, TJ TJ's second scene. I think he is uh, the character Figaro, but um, he's he's singing this piece. He's he's doing all the acting. Like this man is like has my full attention the entire time, and like I just cannot like stop smiling when I watch TJ. Like. Like his his rich like bass voice just oh it's so it's so nice to me like it just it's so enjoyable, um, but yeah I think the audience favorite uh, there's a lot there's a lot that the audience will like I know for a fact, um, I think uh, the very the very last piece. Uh, it's called Be Italian. Um, it features uh, Emma Emma Higby, um, but I think that will be an audience favorite simply because um, there is a lot of interaction with with the ensemble and Emma Higby, specifically the guys. Mm -hmm. um, I may not. I'm not going to say more because this is like this is getting you to come out to to see what's going to happen. But like I'm telling you, like. Like I told you earlier, I'm the one that's getting hurt the most. This is what this is where I get hurt the most. <laughs> so come, come see me get hurt. <laughs> I have to say, um, "Be Italian" is one of my um, most favorite scenes as well. It's incredible. That and Chelsea, your scene where you're like queen of the fairies. I enjoy that too. I like I enjoy um, TJ being captured. I enjoy uh, sneaking up on him at the end. So it's uh, phenomenal. So, um, um, I think, oh, sorry. I'm sorry, go ahead. No. <laughs> um, one of my favorites is Natalie's song, um, Santa Lucia. Mm -hmm. And I really like that one because uh, we as an ensemble get to participate as well. And we're going to do some crowd participation, I guess mm -hmm. you could say. So um, I think that's going to be really interesting. Uh, Dr. Winton's asking, how do you feel that you've grown as a performer within this show? Or in general? I'll start. Um, I, I am just really happy with this semester because I feel like, especially as an actor, um, I feel like we've gotten a lot of instructions and we've had the pleasure of working with Professor Reese Mills, which has been, she has been so great has given a lot of really good feedback. And I feel like um, going and doing all these different scenes, like the different variety of scenes and knowing what your intentions are and where you should be and where you shouldn't be. And um, just trying to figure out everything as far as staging. I feel like me, myself as a performer has improved so much because I'm starting to identify what exactly I need to do instead of just kind of 
doing what I feel like, but yeah. Yeah, I think for me, um, as a performer, um, I think I think I have had tons of like awesome like instruction on like like uh, the vocal side of opera, but I think a lot of times like the the acting part of it is kind of like overshadowed in in my case. Um, I, I I don't claim to be the best actor around. Uh, just because like I that's what I grew up on is just standing on a stage singing a song <laughs> and walking off like nothing nothing special um, so when I joined opera I really wanted to like grow that the acting side of it um, and I, I think I've, I've really grown since then but also with this year um, in particular the addition of Dr. Angerhofer he has a lot of experience on the acting side, and he, he did a really good job of like um, giving us some acting uh, lessons in a way. Um, we did a lot of like improv games. We worked through some acting, like some scenarios. Uh, he uh, had us read through uh, a couple chapters of a book. Um, it's called The Actor's Thesaurus. Mm -hmm. um, um, guide for the actors um but he had us read a couple of chapters of those to really grow that that act actor side um of our performances so that like when we get out get out there on stage and like sing these songs we're not just like singing and like doing what the words are saying we're actually like like finding like this is this is why i am walking to this certain spot on stage like this is my intention this is this is what my character is going through. This is why he would do this. Movement and I think that's purpose. Yeah, yeah, that's something that I have never really like focused on, and like that's that's something that has come out a lot this year for me. Um, one thing with that with that intention, I think, is one thing that we've all really looked at this year even down to the name of our show that we're putting on like everything has meaning all of our actions have meaning if you come to the show and you watch it you'll see all of the little details that we've taken the time and effort to put into it and it just makes it magical almost when you notice oh there's a reason that they looked at this person at this specific moment in the song there's a reason that they held their hand in that way with their back to the audience. There's a reason for all of these things um, and everything has meaning. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I think for me, my growth has been um, somewhat personal and professional, I think. Um, I think I've had a lot of personal growth in my own performance career. And um, I, I came here for education and then like realized, oh, hey, I really do love performing. And so that's how that, um, got tacked on. But there's so many things I've learned in class with Dr. Agnes Harfer and with you all that I've taken back and I've kind of transferred to my own students. So just like the, the actors, the stories, like taking small um, bits and pieces from that and incorporating it into my teaching style or just the exercises that we had to do, the like, what is it? Uh, the and story or and uh, whatever it was, and story. Um, 
doing that with my kids. Uh, that was fun. And that encouraged them to kind of get outside the box and um, to make every movement with intent, not just, and now I walk this way, but why am I walking this way and, and things like that. And so um, being able to learn and assess different things in this environment with you all, and then kind of place them into my professional environment with my students um, and being able to have the opportunity to kind of balance and learn from it all. It's been incredible, honestly. Sorry, y'all. Um, my classroom, it's motion sense. And so if they don't sense your motion. They turn off. Um, <laughs> it's something. But uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, one of the things I think is best about this show is that it is absolutely free to the public. Absolutely free. Well, what do you guys think about that? Because, you know, usually shows you, you have to give up something. So it's absolutely free. So um, tell me what are your thoughts about that? Like, why would we do that? Yeah, I think I think we make it free because everyone should come see the show. Like <laughs> students, parents, young, old. I mean, like this is a show for everyone. It has it has something for every single person like I, you you can you can relate to it like no matter what like i think also it's important to note it's not all in italian we have english songs yeah. here as well so it's like don't come because you're like oh it's all in italian i won't understand it well you'll get the message across like if it's still italian that's our job you know we'll show you what's going on um and it'll be fun but yeah. you'll also understand the words to a lot of them too yeah, this is supposed to remind this, this reminds us of Florence. So like every single song, like if you're a Florence native I'm, or if you're if you live in Florence, like come see the show, like it's going to remind you of Florence. I mean, <laughs> that's why that's why we that's why we're doing it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Chelsea, anything to say? Yeah, I just want to reiterate. I mean, come see the show. It's going to be so fun. And it's free, which is even better. And um, it's gonna be really great. There's a lot of really funny moments and a lot of really sweet moments. And um, yeah, come to the show. I think one of the biggest reasons why it's free for everyone, free 99, free 99, is because um, we want to create that sense of community around the arts. And what better way to create this sense of community by not putting any type of barrier in front of it. So to be like, um, you don't have to pay, you just show up this time, this day, come join us. And I think there's nothing more welcoming than that. So um, I should hope that everybody took the time out. We're having shows on both Friday and Saturday. Both shows are at 7.30. Hold on, let me look at my notes, make sure I have everything correct. Um, both shows start at 7.30. The shows last until 9 p.m. Um, it'll be at Stone Lodge. You can type that into your address at Stone Lodge, Westland Avenue, Florence, Alabama, um, 35630. And the best way to find it is like how we discussed in the middle, um, uh, sorry, in the beginning of the show, you know, looking at Lafayette and kind of just walking in. It, you can say it's straight by the nursing building. You started the old math building and just kind of walked down. It's just that little lodge in the center of campus. Which I think it's great because where they're at the heart of the campus, part of the community. So um, also uh, it's free. Uh, both shows start at 7.30, November 12th and the 13th, and you can find free tickets online.
Um, you're going to want to go to HTTPS, tinyurl.com, UNA Child Friends, fr sorry, Frenze. Sorry, I can't say it. Frenze. There you go. Um, but mostly just go to UNA, type in the name of the show. You will be able to find it in the search address. Okay. Uh, anybody else? Anything else to say? Oh, uh, please register. You have to register for your free ticket. So that's how you get your free ticket is by registering to be at the show. Okay. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for doing this and for being here. I know you all are so busy and probably tired because you've been working nonstop. Um, Dr. Went, anything to add? Okay. Well, um, I'm Jalisa Escott. And it was very great to be here with you all. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. Thank you all. Oh, hey. Yeah. Let's yell the name of the show one time. I feel like they could use it. So <laughs> okay. By let's, I mean y'all, because I keep messing it up. All right. On three. <laughs> all right. One, two, three. Ciao, Ciao Firenze. Yeah. All right. Thanks, guys. Bye. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Soda Pop podcast. Make sure to send any feedback to arts at una.edu or to the DMs of any of our social media. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, or even YouTube. We hope you enjoyed this episode and don't forget to join us next time.